Welcome back to the Mind of Monty podcast with your host, Monty G and I, Mo. Today, we're going to be getting into all of the finals from the new, the, from the new Japan Cup. At wow. My mouth. Wow. An hour in pre-production, and that's how we started off in less than a minute. It was it you was know. going it was going so well. So we're gonna talk about the quarterfinal matches. We're gonna talk about the semifinal matches, and finally the final uh, day of the New Japan Cup. Then yeah. we're gonna get a little messy when it comes to uh, to some of the drama that's going on in New Japan amongst the factions, and a little messy when it comes to this WrestleMania. We know WrestleMania is coming up this weekend, um, so we've, we've got to talk about it. Then we've got a great chat segment scheduled, and then I'm going to fangirl, and uh, that's that's pretty much the show today. So let's get into it. Yeah, as you can see, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, don't ever say we don't pre we don't have pre production on this podcast. This was a, a nice we got got the energy flowing in the pre show. Let's get into this new Japan stuff because that's that's basically the only thing we did. All right, Watch let's let yeah, <laughs> let's. Let's pick up at the quarterfinals. The first night of that was March the 17th. We had Mark Davis uh, picking up the victory against Evil. In a, in a surprise victory, you know, a shock. Cause Hard I know, fault. I know either one. I know both of us, especially knowing Evil's track record, you know, Evil he, was definitely the favorite. He didn't even hide it this match, uh, though. But, yeah, in this match, he just, like, at least in the match where Jeff Cobb he kind of made people think he was going to wrestle straight up for a while, and then they handcuffed Ocon, and then, you know, all the shenanigans took over. Uh, but in this match, he just, from the beginning, <laughs> uh, let you know that the House of Torture's formula was going to continue, which it definitely can be a bore, but this was not boring. It's anything but that, man. The faction war elements of the match really... And plus the crowd, because again, the crowd hate everything Hot does or House of Torture hates everything that they do. And so when Osprey showed up, or when the uh, when the when the United Empire came to have Mark Davis's back, the pop and the reaction for that was incredible. Uh, Mark Davis felt like a big deal in this moment. Osprey calling out the troops was a fantastic way to uh, you know give Davis the victory or boost him to the victory. And, uh, like, again, I said it made Mark Davis feel like a star. I really love both members of Ozzy Open. You know, you got a chance to see both of them individually, what they can do alone. And then, like I said, I already know what they can do as a tag team. So, yeah, man, they they absolutely killed this cup. And this was just just a great performance by both guys, even Evil. And, again, like I said, both guys from Ozzy Open had a great, a fantastic New Japan Cup. And I often – this is one thing I want to say, too. I want to get this out of the way. As a tag team, I think this is one of those things I really, really love about New Japan is the fact that even though they have tag teams, they're usually still looked at and can, can be individuals along with tag teams. And I think mm-hmm. some other companies, you know, they you know they don't necessarily do that all the time. And I think that's one of my favorite things is when you get a chance to see someone you've only seen in the tag team format, like Mark Davis, go out and have – Great singles matches with Evil and uh, Osprey, and then we'll talk about his next match in a minute. So, yeah, man, just wanted to give a shout out to those moments because I love seeing it. I agree. Also, this match made it feel it, it helped um, make it feel like Mark Davis was just not a re- wasn't just a replacement yeah. for yeah, yeah, Will yeah. because he got hurt. Like they, it built up his credibility as a singles individual, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, the main event of that night, we had Sonata. Uh, defeating Naito. Yeah, and I think you mentioned on one of our topics we'll be talking about uh, Faction Miz. Well, if you know anything about this show so far, any of the New Japan stuff we talked about, you know this is a LIJ. Well, at least I like to say we were a LIJ biased uh, podcast. I'm, I'm still there. Uh, uh, and, and I know, I'm just saying your favorite from LIJ, which is here, which will be Sonata, showed his true colors in this one. Uh, but <laughs> not in the match, it was towards the end. Uh, it was the after end. the match, so during the match, it was pretty much how you expect. You know, a great competitive uh, LIJ battle because they love – they do not pull punches. They love to go all out when they fight. And, uh, you know, so it was incredible to me. And, you know, these two always bring the best out of each other when they work. And then the, it was stiff. Like, Naito was really stiff with Sonata. Sonata wasn't as stiff, but the pace that Sonata kept going was, uh, was you know, really, really uh, inspiring. And, you know – 
I, I, Sonata pulled out the finish with the new, uh, pulled out the victory with his new finish, and it was a great transition out of the Destino right into his inverted DDT that he has been using. So as as the finish in this cup, and again, you know, he's going on to face Mark Davis. I really wish it was Osprey for revenge purposes. You understand that? Mm-hmm. Why? You know, after breaking his orbital bone, it was no one that uh, it's probably no one other than Okada that Sonata deserves. <laughs> to yeah, beat <laughs> more than Osprey. other than Osprey, yeah, because like as much as everyone talk about how down Sonata was, that down year started when he got his orbit bone broke. Yeah, because he was a champion and he had he, he couldn't. It was a mess. Right, right. It exactly. So again, Tachi uh, again just fire guy showing up at the end. Tachi stepping up on the apron. We mentioned, I mentioned this before. Tachi's been telling Sonata for years. I can I literally remember the interviews from years back when I think it was when Tachi was feuding with Naito, but I don't remember exactly. Or, or probably when Zach and uh, Tachi were feuding with Sonata and Naito because Sonata mm-hmm. and Naito went for the tag titles. And I think even then he was telling him that uh, Naito was holding you back. And it was kind of, it was you know again if you have, if you don't pay attention to the comments all the time or it's just a lot of time passed by you forget some of those little. Sides, right, right. Sides that something could be uh, happening, but you know now uh, after joining uh, just five guys, you know, and I mean joining just four guys, making them just five guys, Sonata, and seeming to be the front man. Even though honestly, I don't know, Tachi still seems like he's making <laughs> the decisions. But honestly, they, they, they nobody's making no one's decisions. making any decisions really. They just five guys, so uh, it's been great. I guess you can make, uh, like I said, Tachi been saying Lij was holding him back, Naito was holding him back, and I guess when you have the results that he's been getting, in, uh, you know, from the moment he fought Tachi, you can kind of understand that. Yeah, but let's let's hold off judgment till we till we get to Sakura Genesis. Of course, of course, and I and I agree, I hundred percent. After watching this, I felt like that was the only way to pay to make this feel like. To make not only did he have to win the cup after turning on Naito, he definitely would have to become world champion because he's talking about changing the landscape and doing things that he wasn't able to do, at least from his point of view, in LIJ. And I, I think we both know that in the ring, the star potential was always there when it comes to Sonata. But he is the least accomplished member of LIJ, at least singles, at least yeah. in singles action. So, you know, it was time for a new chapter, honestly, for him. And I love that it wasn't like a evil betrayal or like a, a like it wasn't that type of thing even though it was kind of disrespectful when he told them uh you know I I basically I'm I'm done with you get out of here you know you've served your purpose basically yeah and I you got can tell no Naito was kind of hurt for that yeah, yeah. Naito was kind of hurt by that and Hiromu was definitely and Hiromu definitely thought he could have did it in a different way Shingo was more annoyed that it was Tai Chi of all people convinced yeah. me. It was like Tai Chi. You leaving us for Tai Chi? Shingo, Shingo got the outsider's perspective. Right. Like, he's like, that's, right. that's who you want to follow? You want to ride with them. Okay, whatever. All right. Uh, and he petted. He said, just that. And again, exactly. He said, well, just that. But after that, Naito, the next day, kind of made some more... You kind of got a chance to see exactly what Naito felt. Because the night of, Naito obviously wasn't speaking. got dropped on his head. Uh, but, uh, you know, he just kind of basically saying, if you were a top guy, you know, you keep, like he said, Sonata did try to explain it as in, you know, he couldn't be the, the top guy he wanted to be under the LIJ banner or whatever. And, you know, and Naito just uh, immediately made a great point and said, no, uh, if that was the case, then how would Shingo one of the best IWGP World Champions of recent time, in recent, mm-hmm. you know, he he shined while underneath my shadow or being in in Naito's shadow, if you want to look at it that way. So why can't you, you know? So if you really are a top guy, you're gonna shine no matter what. And I love that statement, and I think we will be seeing more of this. It will be uh, Lij, not only Lij Five Guys, but it's gonna be Naito and Sonata down the line again. Maybe as maybe Sonata is champion, who knows? Uh, but we have to continue to watch watch and figure out, figure out what goes on with this cup and also see what goes on in New Japan in general. But this was all done really well. You know, that's I one agree. thing I will say. They did every everything executed really well. It was shocking because, again, as somebody who loves Sonata in LIJ, I love mm-hmm. that original. I always got – I think – I don't know if I have that picture, but I, I, I used to look at the, the picture when they all was together, you know, uh, Evil and Shingo included, when they all – the mm-hmm. brief period of time when they all were cool – you know what I'm saying? Before Teton got in, 
it was, you know, it was nice. It was, yeah, just some nice, nice little era there. And even if you go even early, like Sonata and Evil, Bushi, all these guys are from very early in the days when Lij was before they became the merch movers and so popular as they are now. So as they are now, so again, it meant a little bit to me because we've been we've been fans and we've been watching. Like these are one of the main reasons that kind of made us gravitate to give our nine dollars a month. Yes, <laughs> and you know, pretty much for the last six, seven years. Seven years. Yeah. So again, this meant a lot, but at the same time, it's like it's like a. What it's like the caterpillar, don't the caterpillar turn to the butterfly? Yes. Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that. So now this entire time has been inching along as a very handsome, bearded caterpillar. Oh God. We'll talk about how he looks now as a butterfly later. It's a butterfly. I'm just disrespected. Put it back in the cocoon. Um, the next show, Stop. the March 18th show, we had Finley um, defeating Shota Umino. Right, right. It's a test of Shota's toughness, man. You know. Both guys uh, showed that, and you can tell at times this is a personal fight because they they're the former friends, you know, uh, particularly from Shoulders' younger days and when he was a young lion, and even before he was a young lion. So, uh, you know, he was on a mission to change David Finley back to who he used to be, uh, you know, the 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 you know happy go lucky laughter inducing Dave Finley. But Finley's on a on a, on a mission to prove that this version of him is the real him. And uh, it's just the right path for him. And I, I thought this was a solid match. The crowd really got into it. They definitely want a shoulder to pull it off. But, again, I love how Finley does what he does in the ring. It's smash mouth. It's just, again, it's straight up in your face. Straight clean. It's 100% clean, too. No no trickery. No need for Bullet Club help. No mm-hmm. need for Gato to get involved. So, again, uh, I, I, I do not mind what he's doing right now as the Rebel. And whether it was Goto or Tama, I knew it was going to be interesting either way. So, I thought Finley did really good in that one. I agree. Um, then we had Tama Tonga defeating Goto finally. Yes. Tama was 0-7 up to that point against Goto in his career. And so, it was just much needed for him to finally figure out. Get that monkey off his back. Yeah, finally figure out what Goto was doing. And, uh, you know, he's owned him. And he's owned this tournament. So, the it, it, you know, the odds were kind of against Tama here. But... I thought this brought out the fighting spirit of both of them. You know, again, like I said, Goto is underrated. He's one of the greatest. And, again, he really brought out the best in Tama here. I thought it ramped up as it continued. And Tama, you know, finally getting over the hurdle was was fantastic to watch. You know, and even though it seemed like – and then also at the end, it seemed like Tama earned the respect of Goto. They kind of shook hands. They slugged it out. And I thought Tom winning was the right move, you know, especially with him being not only a champion, but just kind of on the rise when it comes to his stock as a singles wrestler in New Japan. So, you know, David Finley versus Tom Tonga was next. And, you know, we didn't even need to really get into the uh, the fact that Tom was a, a, a old Bullet Club member. And now where Finley is doing his business is the Bullet Club. We don't even need that for, for this to be an exciting matchup. So, yeah, man, I, the cup was going to be wrapping up with some really fun matches. I agree. Now, on to the semifinals. That took place on March 19th. Again, these were kind of rapid successions. Like, you got to fight this, you got to fight that dude, and then you get a day off, and you got to fight again. Right. But Dave Finley uh, picked up the victory against Tama Tonga. Right. So, again, purely talking about the cup here, this match was really, really good. You know, Finley's aggressiveness, uh, and again, that change in attitude. I think the sky is the limit for the Rebel, honestly, depending on, uh, you know, who his opponent is, depending on what happened. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think at this point, ELP was on commentary, and, you know, and he was even impressed uh, by Finley's uh, performance here. And Tama, you know, again, showing heart once again, and, I think Kevin Kelly's been saying this even when he was a bad guy, uh, that he's one of the greatest to- uh, counter wrestlers in in New Japan, and he showed that in this match too. Uh, and I thought Finley's brawling, you know, made a great contrast. ELP's commentary made it even better. You know, his insight because he fought Tom uh, recently, and his beef with Dave Finley right now. You know, the fact that Finley basically needs to win the cup to prove to ELP that he is leader material, at least at least from ELP's point of view. And, uh, you know, the crowd was really into this one with both guys looking good. Again, I know I've been saying it a lot, but you don't understand how 
important that point is when they've been doing no noise for so long. They're just doing clapping for so long. So when you hear a New Japan crowd now, you can just kind of hear that. You kind of can tell the immediate difference between what they're doing now and what they've been having to do the last few years. So, you know, I think that's the reason why I had to make sure I wrote down just how into these matches the crowd were really, uh, you know, doing. Because, again, the crowds are part of these wrestling shows. I think we learned that from the pandemic. Both guys looking good in this one overall. So, uh, you know, I thought this was, 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 was really, really good. It felt like a semifinal match because the pressure was on. It was fantastic. And Finley winning, it made sense. You know, he's the new leader. It makes sense for him to make it as far as possible to I try agree. to set the tone. I agree. Um, then the main event of that night was Sonata picking up the victory against Mark Davis. Right, and another uh, fantastic match for Mark Davis. Looking great in this one. Sonata unveiled his butterfly look in this one. Disgusting. Looked a decade younger. That's what. That's really what I'll say. No beard. Yeah. You know, his hair dyed back to black. He just, I, I don't know how he went from 35 to 25. <laughs> that's all it either. took. He went from 35 to 25. It's insane. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, it's funny that you know, clean shaven Sonata versus Mark Davis in that stash. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Mark Davis is way more than your average big man. I think I learned that from watching this. You know, he's not just a power guy. He's un- he's an unbelievable athlete. He's fast. He can do a suicide dive. He can. He's just great. He's I, I again. I really came away impressed. I thought I was gonna be more impressed with Kyle coming in, but I was just as impressed. If not more with Mark, uh, with a lot of his work in this tournament. Uh, but again, and, and like I think ELP mentioned it too, he has one of the best move sets, and I think I agree with that too. Some of his choice for moves are like, man, that damn that count to count to fuck, I think is what he called it, which is basically a run the jewels reference. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, close your eyes and count to fuck. Uh, that that power driver, sick, sick, sick move. I actually thought Sonata was done. With that, but uh, yeah, man, he put it all on display against again one of the best athletes New Japan has to offer in Sonata. So you can imagine just how athletic and how fun it was. The pace was great. It felt like it was nonstop, and I thought Mark Davis, even though he lost, felt like a winner, man, because he really, really was almost there. He almost had him with the water slide, but you know, again, Sonata was one step ahead, and once again using that inverted DDT. To, to put his uh, opponents away. But, you know, and then again, uh, we finally have a final between Finley and Sonata, two of the uh, the two guys who, I guess, evolved the most mm-hmm. when you think about this tournament so much. So it actually made a lot of sense. Usually when they have multiple guys doing faction, new factions or something like that, usually only one of them makes it. And then there's one other guy who you kind of expect to be in the final to be there. Mm-hmm. But this is the first time I can remember, at least since I've been watching, where both guys have went through a big change and now they're in the final. So you really didn't know who was going to win. Yep. I, I, if I if I remember correctly, Dave was one of the people we said would at least make it to the finals because he has a new gimmick. Right. Um, And, and he did well at the year before. And the last time he was in there. Right, right. Because he hadn't been in there since 2019. Oh, so it was – okay, yeah. So, yeah, he did well to – right, okay. Yeah, he did well – the last time he performed, right? He was almost. He has a really good record in the New Japan Cup. Yes, but if you if to to take to harken back, the 2019 Cup is where he uh, beat Jay White for the first time. Time is such a blur. That's like, what I'm saying. I didn't think it was like 19. That's what I was saying. Well, that's what Kevin four. Kelly said. But Kevin Kelly been. said it was 2019. Could have been like that. Well, the same thing goes for when Sonata uh, lost to uh, ok- Okada in the in the New Japan Cup final. That definitely was 2019. That was 2019. So, yeah, it's kind of crazy. I don't – like I said, the point is, though, for both guys to be going through this switch and then to make it this far, uh, I thought it was a very interesting way to make sure you didn't really know which way to go until the the final. Like, you didn't know. Right. You didn't know. All right. So, speaking of the New Japan Cup finals, it was a busy event. We had Leo Rush taking on Hiromu. And they had the title. Yeah, and they had warm up matches the entire tournament, and and they all were just fantastic. The back and forth between Leo basically saying, uh, you know, you can't figure me out. I'm one of the greatest junior heavyweights around the world. Warren Cruiserweight 
light heavyweight belts everywhere. So what's stopping me from winning this one? And Hiromu saying, "I know your weakness," but then unveiling after the match, he did not know his weakness. Hiromu <laughs> was lying through his teeth. But man, I was really ready for this one. And when I say these are two of the best junior heavyweights, cruiserweights, whatever you want to say, I don't really care about weight class. Two of the best wrestlers in the world, man. Just allowed to just go all out with time. And the, the pace, oh my goodness. I thought they were just going to keep that pace for the beginning of the match. Because most matches can start off at a fast pace but kind of slow itself down. But honestly, I don't really think they ever took a time. Like, they had a couple moments where I know they were resting, but they did not really <laughs> relax at all. Like, again, you can kind of expect that from junior uh, from juniors. But, again, it's, it's a, I can't really even explain. It was This was just a classic match. Uh, the, high, the highlight of the entire cup, honestly, probably – was this match? I, I just it been, it got it better crazy. the the longer right it got better the longer it, it went on. I can't even do any of the spots really no justice. I mean it's just like you said it was an insanely good match, one of the best junior title matches in a while. I think everyone won. If you're viewing Leo won even though he lost. Romo obviously won and it was just a special match. And I, I wrote this down, and it's looking like, especially after what Hiromu said with inviting him to Best of the Super Juniors because he said New Japan, he even said it, New Japan would be stupid to let him go. New Japan definitely needs to sign Leo Rush. Uh, if they haven't already, like work out something. I don't know if he wants to do anything long term, but he is. he can be a staple of that junior division and be – money for them because even you saw it in tag league him and yo were special together mm -hmm. and you can see it now in like in one-on-one -on -one. and you're probably going to see even more of it in uh the month after next when uh in they may. do yeah in may when they do best super junior so best of the super junior so again it's just he's a special talent and i i definitely think new japan should try to do whatever they can to hold on to him after this match we got another video package yeah <laughs> Uh, Hiromu is sick of these video packages by the way please whoever challenges him next find a way to meet him face to face he's very very annoyed by all of these video packages he said but, I know I know travel hard and this expensive I know it costs a lot alright but please uh, but Robbie Eagles like I told you I mentioned that he could have been joining the United Empire apparently he told TJP to shove that arm bed I want I'm going where the Aussies are and we're gonna be he's gonna not kneel with the mighty so TMDK has signed, or I, I don't know if they do sign people, or they, or you just need to just start dressing with them. They like, how does that work? Um, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, Zach said this was always a part of the plan that Mikey and uh, sure, Shane sure. wanted. Uh, they, you know, Mikey and Shane, the other Aussies, wanted uh, the sniper of the skies from the beginning. So, you know, uh, I think it makes sense. I told you from the beginning. I think we both agreed. That it made it made too much sense. Like I didn't want him to join the UE, uh, and if he was going to leave Chaos because he was frustrated that Leo got to just step all over him. I mean, he should have sent this video. Yeah, package he should have sent it in sooner. But whatever. Uh, yeah, man, I don't mind it at all because TMDK definitely needed another junior heavyweight. So a junior heavyweight you can take seriously. And I don't know, honestly, Hiromu. Hey, he could he could he could slip up here. I know Hiromu has the goal of. Uh, Having of defending this belt more than anyone else, but you know it's not the first time my Lij boys had a goal. <laughs> they just said screw him, go. <laughs> Give a damn about what you want to do. That's true. And then he complained about how much he been fighting. He was like, "Give me a break." Yeah, you that's foul though. It's like, it's like, bro, I just wrestled. Like, come on, man, eight for eight. I got to wrestle. I got to defend this belt again. Like, what kind of what kind of stuff is this? But yeah, no, it's pettiness. Um, and then the main event of that night, we had Sonata taking on Dave Finley in the finals with Sonata picking up the victory. Yes. Not only did he finish him with the inverted DDT, he used Brutus or Muto's Shining Wizard, whichever whichever Muto you want to talk. We're talking about the great one or we're talking about KG. He used the Shining Wizard. Finally, after years and years and years of obviously having the tools to be able to do more obviously. than just Muto's salt. He finally pulled it out after avoiding to do the Shining Wizard forever. He said it just came naturally. Okay, so now that's now how you, you can brave. explain it. Right. Yeah, sure. That's how you want to explain it. He also gave credit to Tai Chi for telling him to, to, to stop holding back. And I'm just, again, I'm mad because I'm like, you ain't telling me you need somebody to tell you that. That's why he didn't work at LIJ. Naito would never tell you that. He is not because giving he you don't no have, Why do he have to tell you that? Naito would never say you need to, you need to stop holding back. He is not a motivational That's not speaker. what he does. Right. 
That, and yeah. that's why Shingo fits perfectly with him. Because you don't never have to tell Shingo to hold back, to not hold back. Exactly. And Hiromu's just crazy. Hiromu's insane. So, again, it works. Bushi loves Naito to no end. So, again, I don't think it matters. You, you know? don't have to tell, you have to tell Bushi to anything. Me. He's a great soldier. Exactly. You don't have to tell right. Bushi nothing. So, again. Apparently, Evil and Sonata needed some direction. Right. The more I... Yeah, so not apparently even needed an old head. That's why he, re- he gravitated the dick. <laughs> he needed an old head. <laughs> he he didn't like listening to all these people who were too close to his age and stuff. Bruh, like, but but Sonata, that. I mean, but he, <laughs> damn it, Naito's older than him. He is, but, uh, but not, not old enough. He's not I guess. old enough. He, right. I need me a fifty year old. See, the thing is, even if Naito went to the same person to train, so <laughs> he know he know Naito. It don't matter how big Naito get. I remember who you was before you became that's Naito. Right. I right. think that's the difference. But anyway, uh, ain't no respect there. Yeah, no him. respect. They don't call Naito Senpai. Hell no. Exactly. exactly. He, he wouldn't want him to either. Not, he, not he would not. Team. But yeah, man, this is the match we was all waiting for. Uh, like I said, the guys who changed the most throughout this cup. So they both had something to prove. Finley wanted to show that he's legit main event. And Sonata wants to continue his rivalry with Okada, you know. So this is all for the Mar uh, for all for the Marbles. For all the Marbles what I was looking for here. Uh it was a great match to me. The crowd was obviously I mean it was just, it was just Sonata's hometown, but if you didn't know that it didn't matter cuz the people were 100% behind Sonata. It didn't really it didn't matter what was going on. They didn't want Finley to win. And, I, and it was still moments where I thought Finley still could have surprised them. But uh and cuz I thought he looked awesome in defeat here, you know, uh but at the end of the day, you can just tell this was all about Sonata's uh, moment, his ascension. His I put metamorphosis. Right. I put this was his ascension to true main event status. But honestly, it's not. This match again, we talked about it. it it's a step. It's a not. It's the step. It's the next, next logical step for him to do that. But for him to be truly where he needs to be, he has to win. Mm-hmm. He has to beat Okada, and the reason why I say that is because even on commentary, they they have they're already saying this is this is the same age that when Goto won the twenty sixteen New Japan Cup, and we all know what happened. That's Goto's last title shot, right? That he has never even got sniffed being able to fight for the belt that Okada has yeah. since then. That's fair. So this could be the end for Sonata before it even begun, and me and you had all, we still have all types of aspirations for what Sonata can be. So again, Sonata, you have to win this match. It's just simple as that. Yeah. You can't lose to Okada again. You gotta take this serious, bro. Like it's just simple because all of this is for nothing. Tell me, tell me the the die, all of this stuff, everything. The the fact that he's actually showing like fire. He's not he's not the cold skull anymore. He's screaming in his matches and stuff. Like mm-hmm. for him to start doing all of that type of stuff, breaking out Buddha's moves, all of this stuff he's trying to do now. It's for nothing if he still loses to the Rainmaker. You know what this is going to be? And this is how they should build it. So it's like Okada dresses and acts as though in, in, in Anoki's, you know, image these days. And Sonata is moving in Muda's image. Right. So it could be like, I don't know if they ever fought back in the day. I, I I mean, it, it's possible, but I doubt it. I mean, you could look at uh, Anoki's stayed around a lot longer than <laughs> For wrestling, he wrestled a lot longer than you would think. So he probably he should. probably definitely wrestled him, but I don't know. But anyway, this is like the 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 dynasties of these two great right. individuals clashing, and I want to I want to see how that unfolds. I agree, I agree a hundred percent, man. And uh, again, you know, uh, honestly, Sonata, Sonata, this version of Sonata, we've never seen him fight Okada. Okada was very very confident when he got called out, as he should be. Can be honestly, he's Okada. Right. So I get it, and uh, and he actually like he made he made a great point. Like, what the hell take, took you so long? Okada called him rival four years ago. He did. So what took you so long <laughs> to finally get to the to the status of joining Okada. and actually being his rival? Sonata's gonna say it's Naito. <laughs> exactly. Feel like Sonata has been hinting that nah, I was too busy. We with had Naito. a pandemic, bro. But, yeah, I, I broke I my mean, face. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff happened. Evil turned on him. There's a lot of stuff happened. I had I had some bumps in the road. Some stuff he had to uh, get together. Uh, but you know, again, if he loses, it makes it feel like it's all for nothing. Uh, and he said, Sonata, Sonata said he wants to change the scenery around the title belt. And uh, and he told Okada, just like Okada told Tanahashi years before, you know, you can you can take you can take a break, you can relax now, basically. Mm-hmm. And Okada said, No, you can relax. <laughs> 
was like, like you're not finna do that. You're not finna old man like, me. Like, bro, we the same age. I've been waiting on you all these years, and you finna try to use my line? No. No, shut up. Shut up. Okada was disrespectful. So, one, two things gonna happen in that match. So now he's gonna finally have his moment, or he gonna get absolutely destroyed. Yes, because Okada hold grudges. Right, like so. We'll hey, we'll let you know when Soccer Genesis Soccer Genesis happens. I can't wait to review that. Can't wait to watch it. I definitely be all on top of what happens there because again, I'm excited either way. But I, I it's no like again, you know who this podcast is rooting for. Come yes. on, it's O'Connor. O'Connor can always get that damn belt back. We know. Come on, now it's O'Connor. He will at some as, point. As a matter of fact, he will if he loses. He's going to get it back. We know that. He need, we know how it he works. He need to take some time off. Be with his family. We, we ain't stop doing do that. I've been. I'm, I'm done asking for wrestling. Take time <laughs> off. It's boxing, as long as boxing wrestling week to week. I don't want to hear a damn thing about nobody else needing to take time Look, off. I'm done I'm, with it. I be I be trying to put uh, these male wrestlers in in compromising positions. Like you go be a father. Look what happened to Dominic because <laughs> he ain't had no time with his father. Ray finally hit him. You you were right. You Woo. said it was gonna take uh, him being disrespectful to Mama Mama yeah, Mysterio. I saw somebody somebody else also tweeted, it, but everybody know because like, that's that's where it goes. As a, like you just, you my son when you disrespect me, you still my son. But when you start disrespecting your mom, you just a you just a random dude now. Mm-hmm. You just like a random dude now. You disrespecting me and your mama like oh, I was the one not here. She was there with you. She raised yeah. you like you know what I mean. She, she put had, up she raised, with you. Right. She changed your diapers because it kept wasn't. It, she it kept wasn't. it together. Like you can you can do whatever you want to me because I understand you've been mad at me. I was at work, but your mom uh uh-uh. uh. Now we, we can we fight. Doing that. <laughs> now you can run my hand. So yeah. I love it. Just had to give that shout out real fast. What what, what we what we talking about now? Here? Now I'm gonna get messy. All right. Um, there's been some threats made amongst the Bullet Club members for <laughs> Dave Finley. Um, uh, no, not members. ELP. <laughs> I was trying to keep it vague for a moment there. ELP, ELP said, "All right, you wanna you wanna <laughs> you wanna be top dog here? You better win that cup. If you don't." It's the back of the line. I don't know what it's we the back of the line means. Me. Chase Owens don't know either because <laughs> he was confused. Like, what? Because Chase said we voted him as the leader. Right. Chase said he's already the leader already. So, what are we talking about? But ELP obviously is like, uh-uh. Back of the line. Nah, he ain't my leader. That's all. I, that's what it feels like. I just feel like ELP said, I'm not going to follow him. They, I didn't so vote him either. They're going to keep arguing, arguing, and I just wanted it to continue until either ELP gets kicked out or until they have some type of or they come to an understanding. Whichever outcome we're going to get, I'm all the way down for it because that was another one of the great moments of the tournament, uh, or at least underlying themes of the tournament, mm-hmm. which was the, all of their warm-up matches I wanted to watch because I knew ELP and Finley were going to be arguing. And, and they were. And the crowd absolutely loved ELP. It's literally people with signs in English telling Finley to get along with ELP <laughs> all across Japan. So... Uh, I can't wait to see how this turns out. Like, I love the breakdown, too, of the two eras. It's like ELP fits really, really well within Akini Omega when he was the leader and just how popular New Japan, I mean, how popular Mm -hmm. Bullet Club became. Even fits well with Jay White because although Jay White is a completely different type of leader, he kind of let ELP do his own thing. He he supported a lot of the foolishness. He did. Say it that way. That's he how we ended up with House of Torture. Jay White, right, Jay White right. had a lot of stuff happen. Exactly. That's how you end up with House of Torture because he supports the foolishness. But uh, Dave Finley comes in. He's more like Prince David. More like, uh-uh. We need to be aggressive in our actions. We, we, we got to tighten up this ship. Right. We don't need to cheat. We don't We don't necessarily have to cheat. We're just going to be playing better than everyone, but we're also going to be more aggressive than everyone. And it doesn't. who cares what the people think? And I don't, and I don't like again. Both of those mentalities are fine. Yeah, neither is wrong. I mean, Dave can't come in here saying that because we know where Dave came from. Right, he was just like ELP, you know. Right, he, he was, was a class clown. He was just happy say. go lucky a couple months ago. Right, right, and, and again, slowly but surely, as the years went by, I think afterwards happened with Juice. He kind of got that edge about him. I think yeah. once Juice turned on him, he realized he's like, okay. I think yeah. everybody's a snake. So I think that's what Kevin <laughs> Kelly said. Like he 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 really can't trust nobody these days. Right. 
Jay's gone, Juice gone, and turn they both turn on him and they gone. Yeah. So it's like his dad wasn't ever there. We we got some daddy issues. Yeah. Well, it's wrestling, bro. <laughs> why they why they on our TV screens or at, at these house shows with their kids or not uh, with them? That's <laughs> true. That. Anyway, uh, also the also I love it too. I don't think I don't know if Dom. I know Dom got married, but I don't know if Dom got got a baby on the way. But I know Dave Finley has a young child. I just want to say, continuing the cycle. That's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Talking about your bad fathers while making kids so you can not be old. And you in Japan, too. Dave. Like, I don't know where your your wife and kids at, but you in Japan. <laughs> but no, no, no. I'm just messing around. But yeah, it, this was, uh, again, I'm really into this Bullet Club narrative. Like Kevin Keller said, every spring we have, have a narrative going on in the club. And this is the latest one. And I can't wait to see what happens. I'm thinking ELP is probably going to talk so much stuff until he get kicked out. But the real question is, what's going <laughs> to happen to Kenta? Because we know Kenta is, is favoring ELP's yeah, point of like, view a Kenta little more. Kenta likes ELP. And Kenta is definitely, you can't tell me Kenta is 100% serious no. aggressive. We, look at his interview. Look at the comments. He is insane. So... Yeah, I don't so, know. We'll see. Let's see where it goes. It might, it, I and he got chased in the middle because he's just a follower. He's gonna follow wherever the the majority of the club goes. So, but it, to be <laughs> to be fair, he's logical. Right, right, right. He's, he's more on Finley's side. He's yes, overall. but he's logical. Yeah, definitely a follower, but logical. Um, more mess WWE mess if if we want to get into it. Bobby Lashley was placed in this Andre the Giant Memorial yeah. Battle Royal thing. Yeah, and it's on SmackDown, sir. It is yeah, on SmackDown. that's the problem. I think. WrestleMania My SmackDown. Problem. Uh, I think it's, it's other people too. Like, oh, I have Knight, the right? list. I have the right? list. This is a good. We good have. I, I'm gonna apologize because I read this list at first. And I was like, who the hell is Cruz Del Toro? But that's Raul's yeah, yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know yeah. when they changed Mendoza. his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've just been calling him Raul this whole time. Yeah, don't don't anyway. feel bad. We got Joaquin. Uh, Raul May, I'm not gonna say Mase, Mace, Mansoor, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallo, Sheldon Benjamin, Benjamin. Oh, good. I forgot Carl Anderson, Luke Gallo. <laughs> Stop. Forgot about AJ. <laughs> AJ got hurt. They, they have not been nowhere to be found. Cedric Alexander, Angel Garza, Umberto, Ashanti, Top Dollar, Santos Escobar. Poor Santos. See, good name like Santos. Got forced into these. Dexter Loomis, Butch, Ridge Holland, Dolph Ziggler, Butch, Mustafa Ali, Rick Boobs. Mustafa. Yeah. You mean, I feel like there's going to be some stories in there. Dolph is going to do something to mess up Mustafa. And I mean, then, they should. Or vice versa. Uh, Elias, Johnny Gargano, who's doing something for NXT like the next day. Yeah. Right? He's yeah. doing stand, stand and deliver. Yeah. You did not have to book him for this. Xavier Woods, L.A. Knight. I said Bobby Lashley. Well, he lost. Uh, Johnny lost a match on Raw too, so they they don't they don't care. They don't care. Carrying Cross. That yeah, Cross. Such a fucking guy. disappointment. Cross another guy. Where I'm like, yeah. I, I I'm thoroughly, not saying he's wasted there. He deserves to be there with the way they've been. No, looking no, no. Him. I thoroughly but regret picking him poor, for the Royal Rumble. Poor Cross. I yeah, thoroughly yeah. regret it. You're way off base. Uh, I was so optimistic. I thought. Anyway, Baron Corbin, Bronson Reed, and Mad Cat Moss. Now, hey, there you go. They go to match right there. You don't even need no fucking bill. Big ass Bronson, big ass Bobby. (laughs) You barely even need a bill. Just have Bronson come out there, attack Bobby, splash him. They're gonna want. They're gonna build a match right there for Bobby. Right there. I know y'all scared. You don't want to book either one of them to lose. That's the only reason why they're not doing it. Yeah. But, you know. They're going to meet up in this. It's 28 people. It's 28 people in this right now. Yeah, this, okay. this is a mini Royal Rumble. Mini Royal Rumble, dude. Like two people shy from being the Royal Rumble. Yeah. What I wanted to bring up is how, depending on who wins, the the the, the title of being the Battle Royal winner changes. So, like, last year, uh, Riddick Moss won, and he did nothing. But the year before that, in 2021, Jay won. And Jay had a great year. He became main of main event Jay Uso after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, and I think that's that's just from the old way. I think again, Triple H has changed so much. He he literally forcing like these these this. I think it's a four way of a tag team match uh-huh. for the women, just to get all the women get get many women as he can on the card. Like this is obviously a way to get just make sure people the get people paid. yeah get a WrestleMania type of chick. 
because we call it the WrestleMania SmackDown. We can pay you like WrestleMania. So yeah, cool. Uh, but the thing is about, and I hope that's how it works. I don't know if that's actually how it works. Honestly, it could just be like a regular SmackDown. But again, uh, the thing is about this. The the thing that I think would solve this for a lot of people, even though it's on SmackDown, and I hate that it's on SmackDown because I don't like I don't like this little lazy. Let's throw WrestleMania in front of it and try to make it seem like this is not just a go home show. Like it, it's a, WrestleMania, it's, right, bro? It's a go home show. Don't try to play <laughs> with me. Uh, but. The thing is, I will say about this is that the thing that will fix this, and it could keep the name and keep the dumb. I'm calling it a dumb trophy. I'm sorry, Andre. I like you, but the trophy. Other, since Cesaro, since they broke Cesaro, I really don't think anyone has ever even done anything with the trophy. Right. I don't think it's ever even mattered. You stand don't, by don't it. Don't I think carry after, around. Just, just yeah. You just stand it by it afterwards. I believe so. Yeah. Uh, I just think honestly, you you could just make this all feel make us all feel a little bit better about this if you just guarantee whoever comes out of and I know and I think I guess that's the problem because they don't with Roman's schedule they haven't been guaranteeing it and I think if they feel like whoever wins this could guarantee to get a WWE Universal Championship or just shot. any title but yeah shot. it doesn't even have to be WWE Universal it could be like the Intercontinental Championship feels very important it can be that since it's on SmackDown or it can be. Just yeah, let them choose. The US let them title. choose. Yeah, let them choose with Bill. But I feel like if you let them choose, then you go back into the territory of people being mad, kind of like when Theory chose for the US belt. People are gonna be mad. Well, you can be mad. People are gonna be mad at Bobby if he say, oh, I don't want blah blah blah. I he want. Still got some I, I want Cody. I want. Theory. I want this person, and it's just like and fair, fair play. But again, nah, nah. Go I for think, go for the go biggest. For, you got the opportunity to go for the biggest when you but, go for Cody. In theory, or, or case, Roman, or whatever. He, he ain't had no chance of winning. You got to go for the title that you're going to win in that case. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but he's still, it's still always going to be people that say, why? who cares? Like, why are you going for Fair that belt enough. when you can go for Roman? You can catch Roman. So I know he failed at catching Roman. I'm trying to be him, successful. Y'all could. out here trying to make matches. That's that's my argument for everything. Like, I'm, I'm The point is to win a title in this company. It might not be the title that these these people on Twitter, those fakies on Twitter want you to go for it. But if the purpose is to win a title, I'm going to go for the one that I have the best odds of winning. In my opinion. But go ahead. I swear you are, you are dying on that here that I don't even think Triple H dying on at this point. I don't even think Triple H <laughs> defending, oh, defending that decision. I, I'm, not, I'm not defending it. But, I'm just saying. like People on Twitter are so stupid. That, right. uh, well, like Jeff Cobb said, Twitter's not a real place. Uh, yes. Like I was saying, uh, though, this in this situation, I just think honestly, make it mean something, and and I prefer the world title because then that gives it the actual, it gives it like the most of, of importance. Like people don't feel like it's a slight immediately when they see a list of people in this battle. Like, as soon as people saw Bobby Lashley was in this battle royal, they just thought it was a supreme waste of Bobby's time. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have that if you told me this this battle royal determines the next challenger for WrestleMania backlash. That's true. It should. It should. I agree. It definitely should. Then we won't be walking around scrambling. Or not even backlash. The Raw after Mania. Main okay. event. You don't even have to book a finish for that. You don't. You can just DQ it. But I'm just saying, it'll make, WrestleMania, it'll make that Battle Royale mean more. I guess maybe from Triple H's point of view, now you got to come up with two of them, though. In his mind. But it, you don't. You don't really necessarily have to, especially if you're just still doing the Andre the Giant Memorial one, because they they've all they've kind of slowly but surely stopped doing the ladies one anyway. Yes, the one the ladies one for Mania anyway. So anyway, uh, that's that's just, that's me on my rant box, I guess, about that because I don't I don't have a big deal. I don't have much to say about it because we all know Bobby just kind of got hold out of a match like he was supposed to have one. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they're disrespecting him and saying Bobby, I'm sorry you. You know, you're yeah. not doing anything interesting right now. You're going to be right here. Like, no, right. he had something. They had something, even if it wasn't going to be what people wanted when it comes to Bobby and Bray. They had something planned and injuries and stuff like that happened. So, uh, I want big things for Bobby. I think we all want, especially with the, I think the thing is, is with that Brock feud. I think yeah. the way the Brock feud ended, and you just expect way bigger deal, a way bigger role yes. after you did the, after you finally after. done with Brock Lesnar, it's like, oh no, we how can known. I how can I be doing worse after I've beat Brock? Right, right. <laughs> but you know, again, plans change. Okay, next up, let's let's get let's get serious. 
There's been a lot of uh, video footage out here of wrestlers being harassed at the airport or, you know, at hotels in some cases by fans to get autographs. And it's weird. Yeah. Um, stop doing it. It needs to be stopped. No one else, no one else outside of their, like, when they're not at work or when they're just traveling, when they're doing, no one else has to be bombarded with stuff like this. And I'm not even just saying wrestlers, because I'm pretty sure entertainers. I'm pretty sure regular celebrities have to deal with this too. You know, where it's just like, you got all this type of stuff and they're just trying to get to their next flight. And someone who's, Travel flights, someone who's done connecting flights before, so you know sometimes you're in a you're in a fucking rush when you get in that airport, yes. and you're de- you're still dead tired because you've been on a plane for however who knows how long, but now you have to rush to this terminal, now you have to find this and all that. Like it's so much, it's already mentally consuming enough to be at the airport as much as these wrestlers have to be to mm-hmm. travel because traveling is their freaking job. So that's it, like it's not. If you know anything about traveling, it, it's, it's one thing anyone, everybody can say about traveling. It is tiring. Yes. So to see Rhea Ripley looking just absolutely, not only was she miserable because she was having to do that, she just looked very, very tired. Like she just looked like someone who probably prefer to be sitting by her terminal or wherever she needed to be, resting so right. she can get on the plane or wherever she or. I hope this ain't even that she could have been on her way out of this into an Uber to get out of this yeah. entire airport situation. Who knows what we, from the angle we saw? Same thing with Liv. Like they're trying to smile, they're trying to be as nice as they possibly can because they are fans. But now I feel now you're making them feel obligated to to sign this big group thing like this is a signing yes. or some sort, and it's just and it's not. not. And this is this is their time and. Um... <clears throat> In general, like, okay, if it's a child, I'll, I'll give a child a signature, but you as an adult should not hop on that and take advantage. You're like, well, you signed that child thing. You took a picture with that child. I need this. You're not entitled to these people's free time. Yeah, You're, but it's, group, it's also groups of people. Like, it's parents know, right next to the, to the, to the kids. Even, even if you see some kids, it's parents right there with them. I know. And all, like, they're, like, what do you... And then the the, the disrespectful part is no one is supposed to know anybody's plane schedule. You're not supposed to know when people land, what plane they're taking. That's all personal information. I don't know how these people get this information, um, but it's weird. We talk about this when we talk about, like, the K-pop fans who are just waiting out at the airport and stuff, too. Mm -hmm. It's all the same, even though they can't touch their their entertainers or their stars. It's all weird because it's people who, who book playing tickets on the flight with the people it's, yeah, it, it's it has to like be a limit or it's or uh, it's i think sometimes too i think some people the night after the show they're or the next morning they're going to the they're, they're at the airport they're camping out uh-huh. you know stuff like that or it's like it vice turns, versa they you know WWE show might be coming raw might be coming here blah 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 and you just you camping out but that you know turns, you know Raw, I don't know if Raw gonna be in LA, but you know, Raw gonna be in Phoenix, I think. So you know they're coming west. You know they're coming yeah. from California. You know WrestleMania's coming. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think it's that type of scouting that some people are doing too. Like it's a mixture of both, probably. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead. I think this this is problematic because it can turn into what Sonya had to deal with. Right. It definitely can turn into stalking. And, because now yeah. you, if you can get access to somebody's flight schedule. Because, you know, flights get delayed. You know, if you can get mm-hmm. access to somebody's flight schedule, yep. then you know where they live. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be that. You're not that. It's not that far Literally a couple steps relief. away. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And now it's just, it's it's stalking. Right. Exactly. And and that's why I think what I what we wrote down and what I've been seeing people call it is fan stalking because that's exactly what it is. And you, and, you know, these people, just because they entertain you and just because they're on your television screen, they do not owe you. And they're not obligated to sign anything or do anything like that for you. So, you know, uh, again, outside of time, that's a lot yes, to do. Those exactly, things. sign up for those. I know they, I know they be taxing for some of these fan access stuff. I understand it's expensive and whatever and all that, but honestly, you got to be mindful of other people's time. You know, and just in general, and put yourself in their shoes. Like, look at you, look at these videos and tell me you can't tell when you see it that Leah Morgan and Rhea don't don't want to be there. I could have swore I seen another one. I just don't remember exactly who it was who were, who had to deal with it. Also, but again, Rhea Ripley tweeted about it. She's asked, you know, you know, for just basically a reprieve of when it comes to just people 
bombarding them because they have a because, schedule. Yeah, it's just it's just not it's not right. It's not right. It's not right. And like I said, no one anyone who actually is in the airport, anyone who has to deal who dealt with airports before, you know just how much of a cluster fuck they can be. So why why would you want to? Why would you why would you want to see camps of people just so they can come? Like seriously, who wants to get off their flight or possibly be trying to go towards their flight and see bunch of people? Expecting something of them at that moment in time when they're mm-hmm. not even working, they have nothing to do with this right now. Like, what? Come on now, again, do better, fans, please. So called fans, do better. Um, that's a that's a weird topic to have before I transition into, into your uh, to, to being a very fanatic. Go ahead. Um, but <clears throat> Jimin of BTS released his debut album on Friday, and um. I, I have mixed feelings about it. I'm fangirling because there's a song, the 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 leading single, the title song or the title track of the album that's being promoted, the like crazy. It's 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 stuck in my head now. I hear myself singing it just randomly, and I'm like, hold on. But I'm a sucker for a good club, a, a sad club too. Um, so that's my favorite. Um, I have mixed I have mixed feelings because I was hoping that we would get a different side of Jimin. Like I was hoping that it would be a more mature side of Jimin, a little more revealing side of Jimin, um, and not the the Jimin that we've seen. Man, you think Dive was a that's an instrumental revealing? I do not like like crazy and face off. Face Off and Alone may be the two songs that were the most uh, emotionally vulnerable, but I still feel like he's 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 hiding something. And then I'm I'm not harsh on it because this is his first solo project, so he needs time to develop his what what he wants to be as an artist. He needs time to figure out what he wants to do and how he wants to go in the solo direction. Um, but it felt like he didn't know where he wanted to go. So you got what what set me free, which was epic but a little trendy, and then you got like crazy, which is more of the the dancey things that he's used to because he's a dancer. So you think, okay, he's definitely gonna get a club hit, a little Taemin ish, like because Taemin has his lane. He know we know we getting we getting a club hit from Taemin. So I think that's what this was with like crazy, and then. Like I said, face off and alone were a little more vulnerable, um, but not necessarily the completely completely who Jiminy is. Like I don't know, I don't think Jimin knows who Jiminy is as a solo artist just yet. And that was, I think that's the whole concept of this album, like just showing the different sides of Jimin. Um, but I wanted I wanted to see I wanted to see something more, and I feel like I'm just missing that. It's not a bad project. I'm not disrespecting it at all. Except Set Me Free. I'm disrespecting it. That second verse. The verses on Set Me Free just piss me off. Because he doesn't need auto-tune. And they just distorted the hell out of his voice. <sighs> anyway. I'm digressing. In comparison. Because um, I know it's, it's very easy to do this. But Kai from XO had an album that came out last week. And... It's his third mini album, so he's he's figured out what he is as an artist. So you can't definitely compare these apples to apples, because Kai knows what he is as, as a solo artist. Um, but the confidence—that's that, the thing—the confidence in the music and the confidence in the album just was not there for me. Um, to be like, this is who this is who Jimin is in the future. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only thing I gotta say about it is, free. No, no, let that die, let that die, please. Oh, also uh, there was a there was a hidden track that I've yet to listen to because it's on SoundCloud, and I just don't feel like going over there to listen to it. But apparently, it's, it's Jimin and J.K. Uh, being emotional, talking about their relationship with with the fans and stuff like that. And I'm like, you could have just put that on the album. You know, the first strike for me for this album was it only had like six songs. And for one of them to be a fucking instrumental really pisses me off. Wow. And I thought like, Dive was the best song on there. 
Nah, stop talking about that. I'm just playing. I didn't know. I didn't even listen to the album like that. Uh, but I guess I'll let you play it because you played most of it in like 20 minutes because it's a 17-minute album. It's a 17-minute album. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, uh, like I said, I don't know. I mean, like you mentioned, this is his first project, so maybe you're getting more of his personality, the more solo stuff he gets he gets to do. If he Or he could mint hope. You, you never hear from him again. <laughs> solo. <laughs> you never know what happened. You never know. Uh, but no, uh Again, I thought I told you, the, like you said, the song that you kind of you got stuck in your head. I thought that was better, much better than "Set Me Free," much and uh, I, I I like the beat on that other song, the first song that you mentioned, "Face Off." Face Off, but it's, I didn't I, I didn't come back and I never listened to any of it. I so. will say, we'll Jimmy right. said the album was going to be more explicit, but he just meant he's just saying "fuck." All throughout the album, all right, that's, that's explicit. That's, that's explicit, but that's like the barest of. Ex- I thought we were getting something like sexy. I man, guess you could say said, like crazy and sexy. Elf all your ops. That's that's more than enough right there. <laughs> he said F being sober. See? So there you go. A lot of F bombs. At first when I saw that uh KBS said, you know, you can't he can't perform none of these songs. I was like, how dare y'all say that? And then I, I listened to the songs, like, okay, I see. I see yeah, why they said it. I see why they said it. No. Um But yeah, I eh. I, I was expecting more because you you let you let the people hype. I I fell for the hype in the fact that I heard J Hope album and I heard Nam June album. But I told you they have experience making mixtapes yeah, and albums, yep. so they they kind of know what creative direction they want to go into. Same thing for Sugar. Sugar, we that's why J K and V haven't been working on their work. They saying they they trying, but. V restarted the album twenty five times. Let him tell it because, like, they don't they they don't they don't have the confidence in whatever they're putting together to be like, okay, this is the direction I want to go for this album. This is the concept I want to go for. I almost say, and I'm again, I'm, I'm a reserved jury. I'm not saying this for sure, but if they, uh, I do think, in Jimin's case, if if you can't if you can't. If you do have more more of a, a tough time with it, I think they're gonna have to switch their philosophy, and not uh, maybe for adult, maybe for some of the vocalists, they don't have to do all the work we saw J Hope do. All yeah. of the, you know, because they did, you know, the rappers so far do a lot, and, that, and that, that's usually how rap albums work. But you do a lot of the leg work yourself. Yes. The ad libs are yours. The the uh, you know, you come up with the lyrics and the verses. You gotta put the choruses together. You doing back, you doing vocals for your for your for your mm-hmm. songs. Like you do a lot of hands on work yourself, and that format might fit better. Uh, I mean, in, in the format that other K pop superstars have, where you have people like Key, mm-hmm. people writing stuff, and you got other stuff that's re- you got songs that's almost like, like Bay. Yeah, you got songs that's already kind of laid out, but you kind of add your own. Yeah. Twist to it might be something that fits him. Like, look at Kai. That's look fair. At Kai. If this album is really successful for Kai, like I, like I said, we thought Kai's. Uh, I think Kai's uh, the third mini album is way better than what Jimin put out. But that might be the connection to it it's because those songs were already laid out mm-hmm. and put together, and Kai just had to kind of put himself over them and right. add what makes Kai about, and then you know dance, do and all the stuff that makes speaking, him. Him. Speaking with songwriters. To be like, this is what I want for my album. Yeah. That yeah. might be more what he may need. Because, again, that's yeah. closer to what he's done in the past. Like, when you think about some of your favorite solo songs about him in the past, he was collaborating a mm-hmm. lot of times. Like, Filter and all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. It was a collab. It was. Like, you know, he had other people helping. And I know he had people helping. He had no R.M. and all mm-hmm. these people were writing here. But I'm just saying... it. Maybe but in some of the songs, "Set Me Free," for example, that doesn't sound like. Even though Jimin did the lyrics, it doesn't sound like that was. That's something that Jimin had input in. This sounds right. like somebody else's song that Jimin is just being forced to to sing. And even with people like, again, not a good example because this is his third mini album. But with Bambi on on Bay's album, mm-hmm. the songs don't. Sound like they're not Bay's songs, even though he didn't write none of them. Right, right. Because like the concept is, I want I want to go for a smooth R and B type of feel. I think Jimin was trying to go for these different elements, and he wanted to all say certain things album. all on one album. Yeah, all on one album. Because of- it feels like they have a timeline they have to stick to, and yeah. it's like 
you gotta you gotta hurry up and, and say what you want to say instead of like spreading it out over a couple of projects. If if I knew that another Jim album was gonna come before he went to the military, I would be fine with just the number of tracks here. Because I'm like, okay, the story ain't done. But we don't know that. I didn't think you was gonna talk about this that long, but I guess you really you, you cared about this more than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I did, because I, I, I watched all of the promo. I um I watched I watched I, I support you know I'm I'm a Jimin fan. <laughs> Um, is is Jim and, and when Sugar dropped his album, even though I'm very disappointed about this ticket situation and not being able to go to his concert, when when Sugar dropped his album, it's probably gonna be a deep dive too. I if to I'm being honest, you didn't do Kai like this. I didn't talk about Kai. Yeah, you didn't even talk about his. Album. Kai can't. Kai, this this is I'm just saying. Kai album. Jimmy, Kai album came out during Match Week, and Match Week was just a stressful week in general. So I only listened to it the day it came out, and then afterwards on Friday when everything kind of you know dissolved, I listened to it. I'm like, oh, this is not this is not bad. <laughs> um, I I I do like Slide. Stop. I do like Kai's album. And the only reason why I didn't talk about it is because I was overwhelmed <laughs> with with just everything that had went on that week. And uh, if, if I, I'm not gonna go back and talk about it, <laughs> I'm not saying you are. I'm not saying you should. I, I didn't just, talk about old new album. I was just either. bringing it up. I was just bringing it up. Anyway, uh, um, but that's it. I I'm I want to see I want to see what is next for Jimin and. I'm not being super critical on, uh, about this album because it's his first album, but I just I need to see more of Jimin in Jimin's music. Now, and it I, doesn't mean lyrically; it just means more of his personality. But now I want to tell everybody uh, that's your opinion uh, because I'm pretty sure the same six songs breaking made someone else's life for some reason. Uh huh. So it's breaking records. Gotta gotta go ahead. And just it's point on pace. Out. It's on pace to be the uh the the best sold or the most streamed. None of that means anything. Something to me. like that. None of that means anything to me because I you told me once before they have a goal. They just be working. Yeah, just a bunch of fans working together. So none of that. You pretty these may be very very deserved honors, but I ignore most of the honors because I'm like ah. Some people support these. They support them if they just. Watch paint dry. Yeah. Like leaders, they just recorded themselves watching paint dry. They they again when they put out the playlist this morning for the album, uh, it's just Jimmy walking around his house, allegedly his house, cleaning and getting up out of bed and stuff that like that. And it's 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 like I'm not gonna watch this man do chores to to his music. Yeah. Man, fan bases though, man. You know, uh, I'm I love wrestling, but. It's definitely I don't I don't blindly go out here and just buy pay per view. Let's say it that way. That's what I'm saying. It really, it really, it really show you just how devoted you are. Yeah, I agree. When you think about it, anyway, though, uh, that's it. That's it for the show. Uh, we're gonna try to get back with you guys and uh, review WrestleMania. I, I might put this. Preview part, WrestleMania. I might put, my fault. Preview WrestleMania. We might. What I'm gonna try to do, I might predict it early. So hopefully that WrestleMania SmackDown does not try to add anything. But if it does, you already know that we just didn't get to it. It's just simple as that. Because I'm thinking about putting out a pod a little earlier than even Friday this time. So we'll have to see. Or actually on Friday instead of doing it as late as this one uh, will come out. But anyway, I'm I'm done. Uh, I've done the New Japan Cup. Uh, it's big matches April second. Hanare. Shingo, they're gonna kill each Ultimate other. Ultimate triad, Ultimate match. triad match. Very, very lovely promo uh, situation that sets this up <laughs> with Adara and Shingo. We got to hear Shingo speak a little English. Then uh, we got. Can't wait for that. And then you have the the, the never six man belts mm-hmm. on April third. That's after all of this is that's that's after May April second. May will be Mania's second night. We'll know if Cody is the champion. So there's a lot of stuff going on. I uh, got to get into it. I got to gotta try to wrap it up. It's like Ring of Honor Super Cards this week. Like everyone is trying to put on their best performance. Uh, you know, we get Jeff Cobb and Omega Yeah. on Dynamite. So, again, everyone's trying to pull out the stops They're for like, WrestleMania watch, weekend. Watch me. You know how it is on Re- WrestleMania. Exactly. It doesn't matter. So uh, shout out to every, all the fans that's going out to L.A. doing their thing. 
Uh, I, I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna be out there, but wear deodorant. I, I heard people on people already on Twitter spreading the message about these I fan, agree. these fan events. I agree and stuff. There's some wrestling fans out here. I'm not gonna talk about just a particular promotion because I mean, I've heard that it's stanky people at all these promotions. When we were at, <laughs> at the Rumble, it's, it's some stanky it was, people. It was there. people. It was a couple. It was a couple people. But then, then as the later the night goes, they start mixing it in with beer. And then uh, they just all just, beer, just and beer and hot dogs and urine and it just thought <laughs> it's Ugh. just then it get funky as the longer the night the night and go. Then you realize this this pay per view is way too long. I've been here <laughs> since two o'clock in the afternoon. Wash your ass, please. Just go leave it at that. Please. W I A. Don't put perfume or cologne over. Right. It. Like, Don't do that. You smell worse. Deodorant. You smell worse. Wash your ass. Anyway. Adios. Au revoir. Annyeong.